Greetings, Team DPS. I am Dr. Alex Marrero, proud superintendent of Denver Public Schools. Thank you for joining us today in this special edition of the Marrero Moment. Today, our guest is Dr. Simone Wright, Associate Chief of Academics for Denver Public Schools. Welcome, Dr. Wright. Hello. Let's start with that question. What's, what's an Associate Chief of Academics? Whew, great question. <laughs> so I work with two other amazing women who are essentially charged with developing academic strategy with aligned supports to be able to give to our leaders and our, and our teachers to ensure that our DPS students actually do thrive. We live more in the space of a curriculum, pedagogy. Um, we also do a lot of work in terms of getting students prepared for college, thinking about the environment that students exist in. We develop all of the strategy and all of the thinking around that work, develop the supports, train the leaders, and see how it's going so we can make it better. Yeah, yeah. I have a saying, I'm going to ask you to do it with me. Teaching and learning. Teaching and learning. Curriculum and instruction. Curriculum and instruction. Are the meat and potatoes of what we do. Are the meat and potatoes of what we do. You, do you agree with that? Absolutely. That is Cur our core business. Curriculum and instruction. Teaching and learning meat and potatoes. And you are highly skilled, well educated. I'm going to shout out your institution because I'll get in trouble because you know, they, they kind of know me in Cambridge, but they know you there. They do. All right. Harvard graduate. Yes. PhD, well-versed in everything that is academia, but also the meat and potatoes of what we do. You could have been anywhere. Why DPS? Yeah, so I'm just going to start with what brings me to education. Like, for me, education is how do I create opportunities and build the capacity for students that look like me to be successful and be positioned to write their success narrative. So, you know, last year I was with the New York City Department of Education working with their chief academic officer. And as I was seeking other opportunities outside of New York, it was really important to me to be able to do this work in a space where there was opportunity to move the needle for students who have been historically underserved. So our black students, our brown students, our multilingual learners, our students with disabilities. So I would say that's part A. But as I was engaging with DPS, really talking to Dr. Smith, talking to Cesar, the thing that really sealed the deal for me as it pertained to DPS was this commitment to really examining our processes and our structures that were essentially getting in the way of, of, do, of doing good work for our most vulnerable students. And... You know, one of my reflections in New York was we really have to do this work differently. And I heard this desire from them to do the work differently. And I felt as if I would be joining a team that was just really, really committed to shifting the narrative um, for our most vulnerable students. So I would say a culmination of who DPS serves and this commitment from leadership to to really get better outcomes for kids. Yeah, well, thank you for that. Uh, definitely a, a huge why. Excited to hear that. Uh, feel validated uh, in terms <laughs> of our reorganization and where we need to uh, go in terms yeah. of uh, disrupting the system. And, but it was a journey, though. Can, uh, for those who are, who are listening and uh, possibly want to engage with us at whatever level, uh, walk us through that journey, because you came from New York. That's unheard of. No one comes from New York. To <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So... I would, I would, I'm going to start my journey 
kind of closer to where we are now. Sure. So last year I worked in New York City. I was a special advisor to the chief academic officer. I was leading the work around how do we develop curriculum that is culturally responsive. Um, I think for me, it's important for me to name that is where I seal the deal for myself that it like my identities, the things that I really bring to this work is this notion of being an instructional leader and someone who is really great at organizing people to move work for kids. Mm-hmm. Before going to New York, as you already named, I was at Harvard and, and while at Harvard, I, w- I had the opportunity to work alongside <laughs> um, the superintendent in Lawrence Public Schools. Um, okay where I was a superintendent fellow along under the leadership of superintendent Cynthia Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I named my Lawrence experience cause she really allowed me to understand like how districts and systems function and, and how we can start to do that work to really serve our kiddos. Well, before going to Harvard, I was in Houston, Texas for a while uh-huh. where I was a teacher. I was an instructional leader. I was a director of academics. I would say Houston is important because that is where I had a really great mentors who were like, this is like the work you're meant to do. Like you are meant to lead system change in education. It solidified my commitment to really like figuring out and shaking up the system so that we really got good things. You know, we really like got good outcomes for kids. Mm. Prior to all of that, originally I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I am a first generation United States citizens. My parents are Jamaican and, you know, my experience and I went to University of Georgia for undergrad. And honestly, my experience at University of Georgia was where I was like, wait, like, like education, like has to be different. Like, why are people that looking look like me not surviving? Why are they not being successful? Um, And I would say there was where I was like, yes, like. Like, I, I need to, like, take a step back and, like, really figure out how to, like, drive change so that our community and our society really, like, black kids really feel like they could be successful. So I, I think I hit on most pieces of my yeah, journey and well, how I got here. Well traveled. <laughs> um, yeah. What does black excellence mean to you? So I've been sitting with this question all morning. Um, okay. And for me, when we talk about black excellence i think it first starts with lifting the great things that black folks are already doing in our community we really do have black folks that are moving and shaking and really like attempting to shift the paradigm and create opportunities for for other black people and i for me i think that is actually where it it starts um i think the other thing I would name when I think about black excellence is acknowledging the journey. Like it's acknowledging that we are hardworking people. We are people that are driven. Um, I think there's so, there's so much, you know, of a narrative of like the things we don't do well, but like, how do we acknowledge and lift what we do well? That's what I would say black excellence means for me. That's great. How can we uh, lift, but also celebrate Uh, black excellence, whether it's in this platform, at homes, tell the folks listening some ideas. Yeah, I think it starts with exposure. Um, I think as a culture, we are we are ingrained to, to not look at what's happening in our black community, right? Like, I think we have to be 
intentional about it. Like I, I moved to Denver in July and I find myself like Googling like what like what essentially like what's happening in the black community in Denver, right? <laughs> and in being here, and I think part of this is, you know, also being a DPS, like I have been afforded the opportunity to see our young black men do things like Botillion, right? Mm. And I remember I went to Botillion, I, I came back to work and I said, Dr. Smith, like, this is amazing. Like, do people understand that this is happening in our community, right? But I think we have to seek it out. Yeah. Like, we, we haven't been conditioned to seek out where things are going well for black people. And those things are happening right here in Denver, but it's not something we are, we are looking for. Awesome. Great suggestions, and uh, I'm wondering now, I'm reflecting on how we can put the spotlight on uh, what's happening uh, in our system, in our ecosystem, yeah. right? Maybe, maybe it's a call to order for DPS. Well, Dr. Wright, uh, we appreciate uh, you joining us for this uh, segment of the Marrero Moment. Our Chief, Associate Chief of Academics, Dr. Simone Wright, everyone, by ways of Houston, Atlanta, New York, but most importantly, serving uh, those of you uh, supporting us in Denver Public Schools. I want to officially thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right, and we're going to do the Cambridge salute. Is that, is that what that oh, is? This is fancy. You're oh, fancy, doctor, okay. right? Don't pretend like this is not fancy. <laughs> I want to thank everyone for watching uh, this segment of the Marrero Moment, and I'll see you next time.